This episode of Dogcast is brought to you by Audible.com. So get this. Hobbit is uh, a pretty big movie. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> coming... For those of you who didn't know, The Hobbit came out... Was it yes- yesterday, technically, I guess? Yeah. No, I guess it was technically today. today. Today's a Friday. Yeah. So, it came out, and um, I'm, I'm not going to spoil the movie for you, because there's obviously changes between the book and the movie, but we are going to give you... For those of you who haven't seen the midnight premiere and all that kind of stuff, which is, again, I'm assuming like an 80% majority, mm-hmm. the I'm going to give you a quick rundown today, because Josh hasn't actually read the book. I read the book either, no. Yeah, it's... Um, it, I've... I live literally read. The, I've I used to keep track of how many times I read through this book. I started reading it. Actually, my dad started reading it to me when I was a kid, and I was like, I don't know how old I was. And we went through the whole thing. I loved it. I read it myself. I used to keep track of it on a bookmark, and I lost the bookmark. I literally have can't remember how many times I've read through this book, but I'm a huge fan, and I was not only in you know second person in line at the first um, Hobbit uh, premiere in our local theater. Uh, last year, but I was um, also in line for the midnight premiere last night as well. So, and I was reading the book every step of the way because I love this thing. So, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of what to expect from this movie, storyline story wise, and what you'd expect from possibly from the third one. It's going to be quick, concise, no spoilers, just this is what the book has. Enjoy it. Can I give you just a reference before you, you go there? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because a lot of people who quote unquote read the book. Um, the first movie around when they saw the movie they and, they and ended they were like is this an intermission why, why is it done and I was like did you guys not hear it's three parts you know yeah. how did you miss that yeah and so like for the, the, those of you that hear that that people like to read the book then go watch the movie and you don't really feel like reading the book this is going to be our rundown for you so you don't have to fully read exactly. through the book exactly this is a, a kind of a quick catch up for those of you who have read it and want to be kind of refresh what's going to happen so the first movie left off with uh, the uh, the companions and Gandalf um, uh, left off on the edge of um, of a was, I guess it's Mirkwood Forest and they are um, they were literally within sight of the Misty Mountain which is where the dwarves are trying to get to to get the gold and stop the dragon and all that jazz. So um, this this from why from that point again this is from the book that point it leads into. And dadgummit, if I'm not gonna, I'm gonna try to avoid the direct linear telling. I'm just gonna try to give you know big points. Mm-hmm. Um, they dive into the forest. Um, they almost immediately get lost. They're told to follow this particular trail, and they get really hungry, really tired, and they start seeing lights in the distance. And those lights turn out to be um, elves um, partying and drinking and eating and at a grand old time. And so the dwarves kind of eventually get so desperate for food, they start running towards the lights and get completely off the trail, and the lights go out the second they get near enough to smell the food. So, and all the elves rush around getting all their crap and leave. And this continues to happen until they're led so lost into the forest that um, they can't even really... Exactly. Yeah, they can't even find themselves to a point where they're they're lost in this forest. Um, And then um, Bilbo... Again, I'm trying to remember this to try not to give too linear a thing. Uh, there is a a point in the story where um, Bilbo is separated from the hob- from the from the rest of the dwarves from the dwarves, not from the rest of the dwarves. From the dwarves, <laughs> he's a <laughs> hobbit. <laughs> They're dwarves. They can't you can't combine the races. It's just it's just gross inbreeding. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, um, 
Red Bilbo, dwarfs are not their thing. It's really not. No. Gosh, you know, because... Anyways. <laughs> um, Bilbo finds his way to the dwarves because he is attacked by a giant spider. Um, if you had seen any of the previous Lord of the Rings movies, you would know Shelob in The Return of the King to be a giant spider. These are slightly different. They're more like downscaled versions, I guess. Not giant tarantula-looking things. These are like big old, like, nasty web spiders. That's my dog whining. I don't know what she's doing, but sorry. Anyways. Um, and she likes talking he, he, so much, it just makes her pant. I know, right? She's just, she's just singing. That, that or she's singing right along to Kenny G back there. <laughs> but all the same, the, uh, uh, Bilbo fights his way through the spider, learns that the dwarves are being held somewhere else, and, um, he, um, actually, it's, it's actually at this point where he names his sword Sting. Because the spider refers to the feel of the sword as it being a sting like a spider has. Anyways, he finds his way to the, the Not dwarves. the wrestler? No, not the wrestler sting? No, we're gonna... <laughs> not, not, not the artist not, sting, you know? Not quite, no. <laughs> but, uh, Back to the Hobbit. Yeah, exactly. He finds his way to the dwarves who have been held captive and tied up by these spiders. And he, you know, through um, some hidden via ring daring dudes, is able to fight his way through the spiders, free the dwarves, <laughs> and they go running back into the forest again. And by and by, they come uh, to the elves um, of Mirkwood, which this is where Legolas is involved. Technically, he's not supposed to be in the movie, but Legolas is a, is a prince of of Mirkwood. He is, his dad is the king of the elves, and he's kind of a jerk, to be honest, in the, in the books at least. And... Um, you know what? Before all of this, there was a great part of the storyline, but they're not even in the forest yet. Um, they're about to head into there, but there's this great night guy. His name is Bjorn. He is a, a mystical, kind of mysterious man um, who has this big old natural... He's a big old you know, kind of gamesman kind of guy. He's got mm-hmm. a big old cabin. Um, he spends all his nights like hunting and chopping wood and that kind of stuff. And He's... Modern day Paul Bunyan. There you go. There you go. Paul Bunyan. And um, more or less, the hobbits and dwarves, and Gandalf kind of leads them to the place, and there's a small adventure there. But I just forgot to mention that, but that's part of this also. So uh-huh. because I'm surprised by any Bjorn or bear likenesses, um, that's why. Anyways, so they're, um, they find their way to the elves, and the dwarves are captured by the elves because they've always kind of had their, their, you know, their screw-ups between the two different nations. They've had a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, bad blood between dwarves and elves. So, again, Bilbo, hidden with the ring, uh, follows the elves actually into their castle. They don't know that he's there, though. He sneaks in, and the dwarves end up being imprisoned because they won't tell the king why they're there, or at least show him the map or whatever he wants out of them. So he imprisons them, and they... Um, uh, while they're down there, Bilbo actually, in the book, he spends quite a long time there. I would say, I can't remember, it might have been like a week or so. He's down there, he's just kind of scurrying around, collecting food off the scrap tables, and the dwarves are treating pretty, pretty pretty nicely, actually. They're, you know, just being, anyways, held prisoner, and they're surviving, and Bilbo finally finds a way to break them out um, via wine barrels, because the elves get their wine from a town um, just down the river, uh, the town of Dale. And um, they get this wine and ale 
via some kind of a transport system that they have where they will drink the wine, uh, big old barrels full of it, and then they will dispose of the barrels into this um, kind of an underpass under their castle, which leads into the river, which drains down to this lake where they, um, the people, the men down there will take it, refill it, and take it back up to the elves. Land down under. Yeah. <laughs> and um, anyways, uh, Bilbo finds a way that they can uh, get into these barrels, so he like, you know, I can't remember exactly. I think he drugs or just gets the guards drunk at the entrance, and which is odd because the elves, as we saw in um, you know Lord of the Rings, don't really drink. So yeah. it's kind of weird seeing drunken elves. Um, not, not seeing drunken elves, but it was it was a weird concept to me before. Um, well, when I was thinking about this, you know, just like drunken elves, how's yeah. that gonna work out? But the movie does its own, so you guys will see that. Anyways. The um, the dwarves are able to sneak down because he gets the key. Bilbo gets the keys. Being invisible is pretty sneaky. Gets the keys. They get tossed down in these barrels. They huge horrible bumpy ride down the river. Um, surprised they don't get pneumonia kind of thing. Down to the city of Dale, where they come out and they're kind of um, infamous um, around the town because their city is really why. Um, their city got attacked, as you saw in the first Hobbit, years and yeah. years ago by smog, because of the dwarves and their greed in the mountain. And so they really don't have really good blood between them. Anyways, the dwarves go tromping up to the mountain, um, and everyone's telling them, don't do that, you'll tick off smog, as you come running around here again. Anyways, they, dis- they disobey, they go trudging up the hill, um, break their way in, and um, I'm going to go ahead and stop somewhere around this point, because too much more... Is probably really going to be number three. Yeah, it might. might it, it kind of bleeds into it a little bit. Okay, but I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, but the movie is called the Desolation of Smog, so you can pretty much assume what's going to happen. They go. They get up to the hill. They do the little secret passageway thing that you learned about in the first um, section of the book and/or movie um, trilogy. And Bilbo gets inside, and he um, visits Smog, and they have this great back and forth kind of kind of a chemistry kind of thing, I guess you can call it, between, um, because the, the dragon's never smelled a hobbit before, and no, has no idea what he's talking to. And it's kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird atmosphere uh, from that point on, because you, the, the dragon's very intelligent, he's not just like a brute sitting there on, on gold, he's actually very intelligent, and he knows what he's talking about, and that kind of stuff, and there's this big old fight between the men, um, who are trying to stop the dwarves, um, from doing this kind of thing, and, there's a huge battle with the dragon. It's really intense, and uh, the movie did justice. I'm going to go ahead and say. So, yeah, that's kind of a rundown of where you should be at to get to this point and understand, okay, this is what this is the story that I've come, that I've read before or have come to know and love kind of thing, and this is, you know, pre- preparation for the movie. Um, it really, um, I, would, I would suggest to go see it. Um, there's going to be a third one, of course, and... They don't have a title for it yet, I don't think. Do they? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think so, I no. looked into that. I don't think they do, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be called The the War of... You know, the Battle of Four Armies or whatever. Kind of like in the book. Anyways. Um, yeah. One of my favorite books of all time. Uh, great, great filmography. And I would definitely say it's a, it's a must-see. So... And get this. If you didn't feel... You got everything you wanted to know about about the book, and now you're more intrigued about the book. 
go ahead and head down to audible.com. You can go ahead and get yourself a 30-day free trial. Yeah. And you can get yourself one free book download. And that one free book download could be The Hobbit. It could very well be The Hobbit. Or one of 150,000 other audiobooks that they have available. Exactly. And all you have to go to and type on, if you don't want to click on our convenient link, is audibletrials.com forward slash dogcast. And get this. You can get it on your, your iPod, Android, Windows Phone, MP3, all those devices. Can play them. Yeah, if you don't have time to sit down and read the book yourself, have a very luxurious voice, read it out loud to you, and just absorb it via, you know, communication, like how stories used to be told before they had written words. They were just being told to you. If you're like me and don't like to read, and you'd rather be read too, go ahead and check out Audible. No kidding. Trials.com forward slash (laughs) podcast. There you go. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.